This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Tuesday, August the 9th, 2022. Yeah, we had a lot of rain last night. Much cooler this week. Actually, we're in the low 80s. That's a really good sign. Less heat. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. If you haven't signed up yet for our podcast, run over to AffirmAmerica.com. Also, 2,000 Mules is still playing over there. These are your top five headlines for this uh, Tuesday. Let's start off with uh, headline number five. Eric Adams reacts to illegal immigrants being bused to New York City. It's un-American and horrific. From the Daily Wire, New York City Mayor Eric Adams, Democrat, is slamming Texas for sending busloads of illegal aliens to the Big Apple, claiming that the city is struggling to handle the influx of individuals. Sunday morning, Adams met the second busload of migrants arriving from the Lone Star State. The Democratic mayor, who ran for election with a promise to keep New York a sanctuary city, blasted Governor Greg Abbott, Republican from Texas, for transporting the immigrants across the country to his city. Mayor Eric Adams, Greg Abbott used innocent people as political pawns to manufacture a crisis. New Yorkers are stepping up to fix it. That's our city's values. But we need the federal government's help, money, technical assistance, and more. From CBS, it came after two busloads of migrants seeking refuge were shipped to the city over the weekend from Texas with little warning. From the RNC research, Karine Jean-Pierre accused Texas Governor Greg Abbott of using migrants as a political pawn by busing illegal immigrants to cities. The Biden administration has been secretly flying illegal immigrants to cities across the country for over a year. Well, uh, Mayor Adams, looks like you're getting a little taste of what all the other cities around the country are experiencing. Since the Biden administration is dropping illegal immigrants late at night, flying them into cities under the cover of darkness, and now uh, you're getting a little taste of what uh, other, other cities are experiencing. So uh, if you got a problem with that, then you might want to talk to uh, uh, President Biden about shutting down the southern border. That might be a better option than trying to take more taxpayer money to solve your problem there in New York City, which I'm paying and everybody else is paying for. Why not just close the southern border and that'll fix the problem for all the cities around the country? What do you think about that as an idea? But no, you just want to uh, keep the sanctuary city concept going. Well, we'll just keep shipping them over there to you until uh, you get to the point where you just can't take it anymore, and then you'll have to take some action. So you kind of get what you... uh, are putting out and uh, welcome to the southern border invasion. All right, headline number four. Inflation bill strips funding from pharmaceutical companies creating vaccines to redirect toward doubling IRS. Fox News, President Joe Biden was criticized on Twitter Monday for appearing to admit that he does not know what is in the Inflation Reduction Act. 
legislation that his administration championed. What we're doing today, what we passed yesterday, helping to take care of everything from health care to God knows what else, Biden said during a speech in Kentucky after touring the state's flood damage. The legislation which passed the Senate on Sunday on a party-line vote with Vice President Kamala Harris, the tiebreaker, will increase taxes for nearly all Americans while adding 87,000 IRS agents and actually increase inflation in its first years, according to the University of Pennsylvania's Wharton budget model. Pharmaceutical companies responsible for vaccines for many illnesses, including COVID, have been hit very hard by the bill. From the Wall Street Journal, the so-called Inflation Reduction Act will be one of the greatest misallocations of federal resources in American history. The bill has many moving parts, but here's a simple way to sum up what its macroeconomic impact. It would transfer about a quarter of a trillion dollars from America's pharmaceutical industry, which saves lives and extends lives, to the climate change industrial complex, which makes energy more expensive. So this is the problem with, uh, with government and politicians that spend, 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 and they just create these programs that are, have special interests and it just becomes a big boondoggle of spending that not even the President of the United States knows where it's being spent and what's inside the bill. And that's regardless of his cognitive abilities. Even if he were as sharp as a tack, he still wouldn't know what the heck was in the bill because nobody has the time and chance to read the entire bill before they pass it, and they just stick it, whatever they want, inside that bill and it just gets passed on the party line because that's how the Demo- Democrats roll, and the Republicans too. Let's face it, it's done on both sides. And because of that, we're seeing the repercussions, high inflation, high energy costs, and it's just a complete mess. Really, our own politicians that are giving us the boot by passing these radical, expensive bills that we have no business spending when we're in an inflationary period. All right, headline number three. The Inflation Reduction Act ought to be called the IRS Expansion Act. Washington Examiner. Republicans have criticized the bill's $80 billion in extra IRS funding, contending enhanced tax enforcement could disproportionately affect the middle class who do not have accountants and lawyers to deal with audits. Seriously, how out of touch do you have to be to brag about forcing a purely partisan bill through the Senate that raises taxes on the middle class, makes inflation worse, lowers after-tax income for Americans at every income level, decreases economic growth during a recession, and sends an army of IRS enforcers after grandma? Republican National Committee spokesman Tommy Piggott asked, Democrats will pay the price in November for raising taxes on families during a recession, his boss, RNC Chairwoman Rona McDonald's, added. Powerline, I think the liberals who run the IRS would sick the agents on every conservative nonprofit in the country. They would audit such organizations looking for evidence that they somehow had violated the extremely vague regulations governing political activity. Such audits would require even squeaky clean organizations like my own to hire lawyers to defend them. Government lawyers work for free, that is courtesy of the taxpayers, while private lawyers have to be paid. Thus, a concerted attack by the IRS could largely disable conservative nonprofits 
whose revenue would be dissipated by paying for lawyers, and whose energies would be dissipated in dealing with IRS attacks. Hugh Hewitt. And so Joe Biden's record after two years is pretty straightforward. What they're running on, he's doubled the size of the IRS as of yesterday. They spent $80 billion of that $700 billion on the IRS. I know it's unbelievable. That's what they did. Basically doubled the size of the IRS. Way to go, Joe Biden. Yeah, boy, you're, you're really uh, out there for the people, aren't you? You're the man of the people. You're such a uh, middle-class lunchbox Joe. Right, sure you are. Unfortunately, you're going to pay the price in the midterms because the American people know exactly what you're all about. And people are going to be running, screaming away from your Democratic Party because they realize that you're all a bunch of liars, cheaters, and unfortunately, you're going to pay the price when the American people go to the voting ballot box. Unfortunately, we're going to have to pay, suffer a little bit of pain uh, until we can take control, and we need to put the Republicans' feet to the fire to fix these problems and to really straighten out our economy. Once it shifts to the Republicans, the Republicans got to get off their duffs and get to work and get rid of some of these crazy ideas these guys have passed in the last 18 months and put ourselves back in a more fiscally conservative situation. All right, headline number two. Poll, Americans trust Republicans over Democrats to fix economy, still want pro-choice leader. From Fox News, Americans have more trust in Republicans to tackle economic issues going into November's midterm elections, but a near majority of Americans said that they would be likely to support a candidate who supports abortion access than one who doesn't according to a new poll. The ABC News poll found that by a nine-point margin, Americans trust the GOP over Democrats to handle the economy, 34% to 25%, while 49% of respondents said they would be more likely to vote for a candidate who favors keeping abortion legal and available compared to just 27% who prefer a candidate who favors limiting abortion except to protect the mother's life. The findings come after a July report showed U.S. GDP shrank for a second consecutive quarter from April through June, which suggests the economy has entered a technical recession and after the Supreme Court overturned the Roe v. Wade decision, which protected access to abortion services. From ABC News, with the midterm elections three months away, Americans maintain a sour view on the state of the economy and are pessimistic about its future course with President Joe Biden's approval rating across a range of issues, areas continuing to suffer. More than two-thirds, 69% of Americans think the nation's economy is getting worse, the highest that measure has reached since 2008, when it was 82% in an ABC News Washington Post poll. Currently, only 12% think the economy is getting better. 18% thinks it is essentially staying the same. The RNC Research 69% of Americans say Biden's economy is getting worse. The midterms are already shaping up to be a referendum on his job performance. Well, it is a poll from ABC News. I don't know if I trust the numbers there. Polling with the mainstream media hasn't been very reliable. It's probably a little bit higher on the economy, and I'm not so sure about the abortion issue. A lot of people are tend to be more... Uh, against abortions. Uh, we'd have to look at some other polls to really see if that's accurate enough. 
But it does show that uh, Biden is uh, upside down on most polls, and it's uh, definitely shaping up to be a red wave in the midterms. All right, headline number one, FBI raids Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago. From CNBC, the FBI is raiding Mar-a-Lago, former President Donald Trump's resort home in Palm Beach, Florida, Trump said Monday evening. In a lengthy statement, Trump said his residence is currently under siege, raided and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. The raid was unannounced, Trump said. The raid came hours after political reported that attorney John Rowley, a former federal prosecutor, is now representing Trump in talks with the Department of Justice about executive privilege issues related to the department's investigation of the January 6th Capitol riot. From Newsmax, the FBI has raided Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, the 45th president confirmed in a statement. From the Daily Wire, multiple reports later confirmed that the raid was connected to the missing White House records. The report said that Trump delayed returning more than a dozen boxes of material to the National Archives, which included documents that were marked as classified national security information. Federal prosecutors opened a grand jury investigation back in May into Trump over whether classified material that ended up at his home in Mar-a-Lago was mishandled. Okay, so this is the first time in American history that this has happened. Not even under President Nixon did uh, the FBI raid a former president's home. This would have done. Mu- this would have been done much more carefully. It would have been a phone call and conversations, but you don't send dozens of FBI agents over to the former president's home for materials associated to the archives. So this is the politicization of the FBI and the DOJ. From my research, it accepted from the top, meaning that Joe Biden also signed off on all of the layers. The next would have been the DOJ and then the FBI. So this is, uh, this is the, one of the worst days in American history, the fact that the politicization, the weaponization of the FBI and the DOJ against a political opposition tells us that we need to clean house. We need to get rid of these corrupt politicians. This is a very dangerous time, a very scary time in our nation's history. And it's only going to make Donald Trump more stronger politically. And also the MAGA movement, patriotic movement, is only going to be more determined. So it's going to backfire on them. And this is going to uh, reverberate for some time. And when the midterms are over and Congress takes over their positions in the majority, there's going to be a lot of hearings and we're going to get to the bottom of all these things that have happened over the last four or five years. So stay tuned. And the far left, you guys are on notice because we're coming after you. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Tuesday morning, August the 9th, 2022. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it.